Welcome to today's episode of The Coach's Corner, where we share content on helping you to maximize your potential, achieve your goals, and create breakthrough performance. I'm Mike Van Hooser. On today's episode, I want to share with you the concept of principles and why principles are so key to helping you achieve success in your life and also help you navigate challenging circumstances. And the concept of a principle is that it's a universal law that has natural application in any time period and across any circumstance. Um, It's a universal law that's operating whether we recognize it or not, or whether we believe in it or not as well. And the key thing about a principle is that it's timeless and true. It's not somebody's opinion. It's not a a belief system. It's not uh, just pertinent to certain groups. So today I want to share with you how to apply principles and some examples of principles and then challenge you uh, to make sure that you're living a principled-centered life. I first became aware of principles through a mentor of mine uh, that shared with me uh, this constant question he would ask. You know, we'd want to react to a certain circumstance or a certain situation and would come up with recommendations uh, in some of the consulting work I was doing and also working with athletes. And he would always ask me, Mike, what's the principle behind that? And what he was asking in that moment is making sure that there was a principle governing that uh, decision or choice that we were making and that it wasn't just swayed by certain circumstances. And I think that's key for you in any situation that you make sure that you apply a principle behind the decision or choice that you're going to make. And a principle is defined by two things. First of all, it's timeless. It's not uh, just a fad. It's not such a trend that's here today and kind of gone tomorrow. It's not something that, well, that was back in my grandmother's age. It's not generational, um, but it doesn't apply today. Principle is going to be applying whether it's you know back when my grandmother lived or back you know 300 years ago or even 2,000 years ago or even today and in the future. It's going to last and it's timeless. Um, it's not a current trend. Um, it's not uh, even uh, applicable just to a certain decade. Well, that was you know in the 2000s, but we're in the 2020s, and so now. Um, we have to make sure that we you know, think about something different. It's not that. It's something that's timeless, and a principle is going to um, go on and on. It's not a value also that's associated with a certain group. Um, it transcends race, ethnicity, certain corporations, industries. Again, it's going to be timeless, and it's going to apply um, at all times. And so that's how you can know if you're living off a principle or if it's just a trend or a fad. A principle is also true. And so when we think about true, it's based on truth. And when we think about this, it's not somebody's belief system or philosophy or that's just what you believe. A principle is going to be true and it transcends and kind of rises above people's belief systems and philosophies as well. And it's a natural law. It's operating again, whether we want to recognize it or not, or whether we believe it or not. And there are many people, I think, that um, you know, can choose not to believe in a principle, or maybe they don't recognize that it's there, but it's operating in the background. And there are implications for that. There are consequences uh, as a principle is executed on or not executed on. And there's also a reward if you're operating, you know, in the concept of a principle and you can reap the benefits of what that principle is trying to teach you in that moment. So, Again, principles are timeless and true. Let's talk about some examples of principles. 
Um, the first one that might be the easiest to, to recognize is the law of the harvest or the principle of the harvest. It's, it comes from farming. So you reap what you sow. And so farmers, when they sow corn, they can't expect to get beans. They're going to get corn. So you sow corn, you're going to reap corn. Um, you, you reap what you sow. And as we apply that in life, and I've shared this with many athletes, I've shared it with organizations as well, if you sow procrastination and poor preparation, then you're going to reap you know, poor performance, and you're not going to be at your best. If you sow focused preparation and you sow you know, great performance and great thought process going into that performance, you're going to reap a better performance in your life. And so focus and proper preparation lead to the right things. So you reap what you sow is a great example of a principle. It's timeless. It's true. It's there whether we want to believe it or not or whether we recognize it or not. And there are universal principles that are universal situations that we can apply that principle in, um, whether you're a student and you're working towards a certain GPA in a semester or whether you're in sales and you're trying to get a new client or achieve a certain goal for that year, you're going to reap what you sow. Again, for athletes that we work with, you're going to reap the preparation that you're putting in in those unseen hours, um, and you, it's going to show up in your performance. So the key question you know, in looking at that principle is, are you sowing the right things to reap the reward and the best out possible outcome that you want and to achieve the goals that you want as well and to grow in that process? Another example of a principle is, uh, the principle of the path, and this was uh, something I learned about when I read Andy Stanley's book of the same name, Principle of the Path. And this principle says this, it's direction, not intention, determines our destination. So direction, not intention, determines our destination. And direction he defined in that book was basically defined by our daily choices and decisions that we make. And that will ultimately determine or have a large impact on the destination that we're going on. It's not what I intended to do today. It's what did I do today? What did I decide to do today? What did I choose to do today as well? And I think what's so important about this principle is that if we're a few degrees off in the daily choices and decisions we're making, we're going to end up in a destination over time that we didn't expect to get to. And that's really key. If you think about an airline pilot and you're on a plane and you're going from a, you know, New York to L.A. and L.A. is your destination. Well, if the pilot's a few degrees off, over time we could end up in Canada. Canada is a great place, but that wasn't your ultimate destination. California and L.A. was your destination. And I think in life sometimes I'll be coaching or counseling with somebody and they'll say, I have no idea how I ended up here. That's how Andy wrote the book. He was coming into contact with people who were coming to him for counseling and saying, I have no idea how I ended up in this spot. But as they walk through decisions and choices that that person made, it was easy from a third party perspective for him to see, well, I can see how you would end up in that destination based on the daily choices and decisions that you were making. And so that's a, you know, a great principle to think about, about direction and daily choices and decisions that I'm making today. Are those leading me to the destination that I want? Or am I intending to do things, but I'm not putting any action behind them? And being intentional and being purposeful can be a great word, but just living in that, I, well, I meant to do that, but I'll get to it tomorrow. Well, over time, 
again, that's going to undercut your performance and not help you achieve the goals that you want. So a great principle, again, whether we recognize it or not, or whether we want to believe it or not, that's in, in the background operating in our lives. So we have to make sure that we're making the right daily choices and decisions to get to the de desired destination that we want to get to. Another principle that we use, and it's an axiom, a principle in sports psychology, is what you choose to focus on magnifies in size. What you choose to focus on magnifies in size. So if you think about this, and I always apply it with golfers, if they choose to think about the sand, because golf course designers put sand and water and trees and a lot of distractions in interesting spots, they don't just say, here's the target, shoot for this. They put all of these distractions and try to get you to focus on that. And if you focus on the sand, well, the sand's going to become bigger and bigger and bigger, almost like a beach in Maui um, by the time you're finished with it, because that's all you're thinking about it. Even if it's in a way of, well, don't focus on the sand. Well, you hear don't really softly and sand really loudly. And so the sand gets bigger and bigger in your mind. And I think that's really key in other areas of life as well, is that whatever we choose to focus on, and we do have a choice in that, it's not just what we focus on, it's what we choose to focus on is going to magnify in size. So if it's something you're living in a state of fear right now or anxiety, or if it's an area where there's a distraction and um, there's just challenging circumstances, if we continue to focus on that, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But if we start to think about possibilities and think about what ifs and having a determined and I will mindset, this is going to help lead you to the right destination. And those things are going to get bigger and bigger in our minds. So we have to make sure that we're magnifying the, the bigger things in our lives and magnifying truth in our lives and focusing on the things that we can control. And those are the things that are going to lead us to, again, the destination that we want and achieving the goal that we want to as well. But it's your choice. It's what you choose to focus on. And if you can focus on the positive, if you can focus on possibilities, those will magnify and will get bigger than the fear you're facing or the challenging circumstances that you're facing. That's where it starts. Again, we have to put action to that as well. But again, the battle begins in our mind, and we have to win that war and win that challenging circumstance of battling our mind as well. Some other principles that I've kind of known thinking about Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That was a, it's been a timeless book and they're great habits, but they're based on principles. If you think about the principle of empathy and knowing what, you know, empathy is all about and understanding where somebody's coming from and being able to empathize with their situation or their thought process, there's a principle behind that around seeking first to understand and then be understood. Seek first to understand and then be understood. And when we do that, then we're going to be able to show empathy in our lives towards the people we lead and influence or the, the people that we're in relationship with as well. Um, most of the time, especially in today's culture, we want to be understood first and then maybe seek to understand or maybe not. Maybe a lot of people are just kind of what's the hot take of the day and I'm just going to communicate my point, but I don't want to understand where you're coming from. But again, this principle can help us to develop um, that into a habit of showing empathy towards others, and it's seeking first to understand their point of view to where they feel heard and understood, and then be able to communicate our point as well. 
um, in a way that's going to be more aptly received if we've understood where that person is coming from. I also read a lot of uh, Proverbs and Psalms in the Bible, and there's some great um, principles throughout Proverbs and throughout the book of Psalms as well that have timely principles. Again, not just that we're in Bible days, but that are in you know today's uh, culture and today's life as well. And those are timeless principles that we can go back to that allow us to live life now. And they're relevant. They were relevant back then, and they're relevant and applicable today as well. So those are some examples of principles. And the key is, you know, why is this so important? You know, the key is that we need to apply these principles in our lives. But if you kind of think about, well, principles, timeless and true, and I've given you some examples of principles, why is it so important in living your life uh, from a principle-centered way of, of living? And why is it so important in the goal achievement and what we do? Well, I think the first thing is we can't let circumstances kind of chart our path or, or provide counsel to our direction. If circumstances are driving the wisdom we're trying to seek and the insight as well as the decisions we're making, then it's just going to sway with whatever the circumstances is. Or when things are good, we're going to make a certain decision. If they're bad, we may make a different decision around that. And we allow circumstances to drive our decisions instead of principles. And in the face of challenging circumstances, or in good circumstances, we have to make sure that there's a principle driving that decision and is allowing us to make the right decision. And then it's not, again, being swayed by, you know, whatever the circumstance is of the day, because circumstances will change and they'll be challenging at times. But we have to make sure that that principle allows us to kind of chart that course and counsel and guide our decisions. I think um, principles also help us stay on course and on mission and then allow us to uh, do course correction when necessary or needed. So principles allow us to stay on mission and on purpose, and then allow us for that course correction when it's necessary or needed. So if you're living by principles, if you're living a principle-centered life, then it's going to allow you to go out every day and make purposeful decisions, make mission-focused decisions in your life, And when challenging circumstances come up or we get off track with living out that principle, we come back to it and it allows us to make a course correction in our lives as well. Which leads to the next point is that principles allow us to reflect on and learn from the past and then reassure us of present present moment decisions that impact future and sometimes eternal have eternal or future implications. So let me say that again, because that was a mouthful. They allow us to learn from and reflect on the past and reassure us about present moment decisions that can have an impact and sometimes an eternal impact on future decisions and future results that we want. So what does that mean? Long sentence again. It means that principles allow us to look back at times in our lives when we've been able to live out those principles. In other words, I challenge my athletes to look back at past performances and say, well, what were you doing when you were playing your best golf or your best tennis? Or what were you doing when you were having success in your career? Well, I was doing these things and I was living by these principles and they kind of journal that and we talk about that. And then it allows them to then say, well, if I do that in this present moment, it's reassuring them about making decisions based on that principle now that will impact future results for them. So if I can get back to living out those principles 
And then doing that in the current moment, it's going to reassure me that when I do that, I'm more likely to have success in the future around that. So in your own life, if you're living around principles, it also it allows you to look back and see if you've been living those out, and if not, to get back on course and on track so that you make decisions based on the principle to yield the results that you want as well. And then they provide a foundation. Principles provide a foundation for interpersonal and organizational well-being. Again, if you're thinking about working in a team or, or for a certain company or just in your daily interaction with other people, living by principles will help provide um, better operating principles and better relationships based on you know kind of core things instead of, well, that's what you believe, that's what I believe, and you never find agreement. If you can find common ground around principles and then understand that and how to apply that, then that's going to provide a better relationship, better interpersonal skills between that other person and your team, as well as better organizational well-being because we always come back to the principle uh, of whatever that is. And again, a principle is not a fad, it's not a trend, and it's timeless. So you're not basing on you know anybody's kind of opinion or belief system. It's a, it's a philosophy um, that is timeless. And so it's something that you can all agree on and align on and then walk out intentionally and purposefully based on that principle. So in thinking about this, I think it's important to think about the principles that you're living by. And I gave you some examples uh, of those principles in this episode. But the key question is, are you living a principle-centered life? And are you making decisions based on that as well? So I'd challenge you to think about principles. And again, if you're coming up with your own principles, make sure that they're timeless and make sure that they're based on truth, that they can hold the test of time and that they're based on truth and not just necessarily a value or something that somebody believes in or is swayed by, again, a circumstance of the day. But go back because there are deep, fundamental, natural laws that operate uh, in the world. And God created the world like that, that there's going to be natural um, situations and natural laws that govern our interactions with other people and uh, the way we go about our lives. So I'm challenging you, encouraging you today to live a principled-centered life and to make sure that um, you use even some of the examples that we've shared today um, to come back to things that will help you to achieve your goals, to maximize your potential, and to create breakthrough performance in whatever you do. If you want to go further in, in this or um, looking for coaching, looking for um, somebody to come in and help your organization to uh, chart a course around your culture and your leadership um, culture as well, we can do that. And we've got resources at our website, www.mikevanhooser.com. And there's ways to connect with me and some of the other team members we have to be able to help you um, in this pursuit of living a principle-centered life. Again, it's well worth the time and it's well worth devoting to that because you're going to be able to achieve your potential in whatever you do. So have a great week and live a principle-centered life. And again, as always, make the most of the moments in your life.